When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Hello and Hello. hi. Welcome back to another episode of Shuffology. My name is Asabi Goodman, and I'm joined by the wonderful Josh Devetta. What's up? And the effervescent Gracie <laughs> Mack. Hello. 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 I love that word. Uh, isn't it a great word? It's so bubbly. Yes, just like Gracie. <laughs> so like oh, guys, we have such a great show for you today. So, mm-hmm. um, as you know, Shuffology is a playlist podcast where we talk about music. Mm-hmm. And today we are talking about the music of our friends. Yay! Yay, friends! Hashtag artist supporting artists. <laughs> Hashtag <laughs> independent artist. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. right. So uh, Brisbane is a very thriving musical scene, and there are tons of musicians that live and work and produce and make music here. We are three of them. Yes. So, so they don't want to include themselves. Oh, on this well, no, I, my ego doesn't not feel very good friend, today. No. Well, <laughs> I did include a song that I sang on. Oh, <laughs> gorgeous. So that's in hell. <laughs> anyway, so that is what we are talking about today. We are showcasing the music of our friends. We're going to take a short break and then we're going to get right into mm-hmm. it. Hey Hayden, did you know that the American Revolution was sparked almost entirely by a squabble over tea and taxes? What? I didn't know that. But did you know that tea used to be taken with salt instead of sugar? I did not know that. But there's a new podcast on That's Not Canon Productions Network called While You Were Steeping. A curatorial tea and culture podcast. Presented by me, Michael Mandelios. And me, Hayden Rogers. We also sample, taste and review locally sourced teas every week. Mmm, delicious. So follow us on at Steeping Podcast on either Instagram or Facebook for more details. Yes. Oh, I think I have to interview, don't I? Beautiful. Yes. Okay. <laughs> this, this is why we discuss what we do before we press record. All right, I'm just going to give you this, Grace. There you go. Now, as before thank in our you, intro, we are showcasing the music of our friends. Um, we are all from Brisbane, Australia. Uh, this Ayo. Is a, uh, Ayo. Well, I we mean, all live in Brisbane. We all live there. Yeah. Are we all from there? No. no. Are you from here? Yeah, I'm born and raised here, actually. I was yeah. born, not raised here. I was neither born or raised in uh, Holland Park West, born and raised uh, in the playground where I spent most oh of my days. Oh, jeez, uh, Holland Park, what uh, a place. What would be the out. Bel Air in this context? Yeah. <laughs> in, the in the Gold Coast? <laughs> yes, I have, a beautiful, I have a beautiful house in Norman Park, actually, mm, yes. <laughs> and yeah. it's a rental. But anyway, so I, I digress. <laughs> uh, yes, we are showcasing the music of our friends. We are so proud of our um, peers and friends yeah, that we are. You know, have the audacity to record, write, <laughs> and put music out into the world, actually. Or the courage. <laughs> uh, well, I was more positive about, like, you know, uh, you have to be audacious, I think, in some okay. sort of way. To, like, <laughs> the audacity. Yeah, yeah. How dare you? But, yeah, okay, crazy. 
Should we get on to asking Grace? We should, exactly right. So, Grace, <laughs> um, Hello. before I go off on another tangent, can you please tell us the five beautiful songs? I'm excited to learn about new okay, music tonight. Okay, I'm so excited. I've been planning for this episode my whole life. Yes. Beautiful. Um, just building these friendships just to be prepared for this episode. <laughs> so, the first band I'm going to start with are called Herbert. 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 And oh, okay. Yes. Audience is a fan, delayed fan, but a fan nonetheless. <laughs> uh, Herbert spelled H R B R T, like Herbert, but without the E's. Oh, uh, yes. yeah. I'm not entirely sure of the name. Or oh, I know that the drummer who created the band, Nathan, mm. uh, his middle name is Herbert. So maybe from that. Don't know right. where the shtick came of no vowels. Yeah, I have no idea. Maybe they just thought it was cool. Maybe. They're Maybe. so bands young. Are, bands always do that. Yeah, they, they always think they stuff's sure cool. Mm. Uh, the song I've chosen is called Melopepon. Did I say that right? I yes, Melopepon. Melopepon. <laughs> <laughs> it's from their debut album that came out last year called Melopia. Mm. Oh. And they're an instrumental band, lots of groove things happening. Hard to describe, I find. I'm sure there's lots of genre Nazis that would know exactly what to call them. <laughs> but I just really like them. Yeah. <laughs> I call them right. that band that I like. I like them so much I hired them to play at my 30th a couple of weeks Did ago. Did you pay them? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I think I, I think owe you some money yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, as if I paid. I didn't pay them a huge amount, but I wanted to give them something because I think they're awesome musicians. They are awesome. And, um, and, so, and it was great to just hire my friends to make music for me. Mm. Um, there was actually... They didn't even get to play at this um, planned time slot because our neighbours complained at 7pm. They did. They complained <laughs> so early and the cops came and were like, shut this shit down. Yeah. And so, <laughs> and there's, you know, like bands outside. So we moved inside. But before we did that, um, the boys in Herbert uh, put on their track and just mimed their instruments to it. Oh. And they were having a ball. They were. <laughs> like it was they so were cute. It. They were all they're miming uh, the instruments that they weren't playing on the track. So like the <laughs> guitarist was like plink plonking on the keys, yeah. and the um, the bass player was on the drums. And they were they did basically the entire song. It's like a six minute song, right. <laughs> and we're just really into it. It was it was enjoyable. And then we moved inside, and they actually played real live instruments, which was great. The first time I saw Herbert, not in their actual formation that they are in now, a couple of different members in and out over the years, was in 2016 at Jungle Love Festival. Oh, yeah. Jungle Love Fest. Yes. That, yeah, music and arts festival in the Sunshine Coast area, just north of Brisbane here. Mm -hmm. And they played, and I have this really vivid image of, they played a cover by this band called Ghost Note, and the song was called Can't Get Right. And my love, Sam... (laughs) who was not my love at the time, but he was standing <laughs> beside me. And this moment happens in the song, this metric modulation. This like, so for those of you who don't know, Asabi, <laughs> could you give me a four beat, please? Clapping or tapping. Can everyone hear that? Can the audience hear that? <laughs> so we got our four beat. And then she's going to keep that going. I'm going to go, da, 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 one, two, three, 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 one, two, three. But there's two different rhythms happening here Mm. and they modulated to the next rhythm. That's probably the best explanation to anyone that isn't familiar with that term. So it's like she started in four, I went to three, I added three on top and then everyone would shift to three Mm -hmm. and we'd be in that new time signature that we had overlaid. That's so cool. It's really cool and, and if you can do it groovy, it feels great. And Sam standing beside me let out this like primal scream. 
when they hit this magic modulation, he was like, Run! he was so excited. He's a drummer. He was so doing excited. That. I thought I'm going to marry him one day. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's a funny <laughs> joke because I would never. <laughs> anyway, this song sounds like this. to do that smoothly. It didn't sort of work. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's Melopapon by Herbert. What a great song. What a great song. That song, it's uh, kind of an homage to Herbie Hancock. If anyone's familiar with his song, Watermelon Man. Love that song. Kind of similar groove in those hits. And it's, yeah, kind of an homage to that was what Nathan, the head of the band, told me. <laughs> <laughs> Moving right along yep. to my second choice. It's called Find Comfort in What Ends by Charlotte McLean. I feel like that's like in a fortune cookie. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's so totally. Deep. It's so yeah. good. Yeah. And you know you have to add in bed at the end of each <laughs> fortune cookie. <laughs> Hopefully uh, you're always ending in bed. Well, in the yeah, comfiest bed. That's yeah. the fortune, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the cookie. I just had to say. Get your cookies. <laughs> I digress. <Yeah. laughs> so this song is from her debut album that came out this year. Oh, congratulations. Oh, oh, yeah. congratulations. Come on, audience. Yes. The album's called Magnolia, and this was the first single she released in it. So this is the first song I heard before I heard the rest of the album, and I loved it. I was immediately drawn to it. Um, she has this beautiful, pristine voice. I know Charlotte from jazz school where I studied in Brisbane. She also studied there. I think she left, had finished but while before I started, but well, she went in the she same was all round. We weren't in the same cohort, but okay. at the, went to the same uni and right. I saw many of her gigs there. Yeah. Oh, gorgeous. So I guess she has, yeah, jazz roots. But this album isn't necessarily jazz. It's lots of other things, but there is some improvisational stuff in there that you could consider jazz. Um, so the song itself explores this life cycle between parent and child. And if you choose to have kids, the continuing of that, that you – and if you – hopefully go the natural way of a child bearing their parent and then eventually that child has their own child and that child buries them as their parent. And that's the life cycle that she kind of talks about in this song. It has this like rolling cycle um, of like different rounds with voices at the end of the tune that really I think beautifully reflects this. I asked her about, I mean, that was sort of clear to me that that was the message of the song and I read a little bio on it and then I asked Charlotte about why she was interested in that and she explained that she was raised by a single mum and so she had this really intense special connection as anyone does when they have a single parent that raised them and the fear that comes with that that they're your only person and if that you were to lose them it would just be your whole world was gone so it's yeah it's her exploring that idea of letting go of that fear and relinquishing and releasing to the life cycle of parent and child and it sounds like this
happening the entire time yeah yeah i really like the tone of that electric piano she's Mm. got there moving along my third choice ladies and gents and everyone else it's called stonk by a soccer punch (laughs) 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 it's called stonk Stonk. by a soccer punch stonk like um, soccer punch like stonk (laughs) or sucker or sucker (laughs) (laughs) i don't know how they pronounce it actually but (laughs) well they're you know Australian, so oh, I'm well, sure yeah, it's... Like, <laughs> they're probably saying Osaka. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Osaka yeah. is probably how they say yeah. it, yeah. Well, Asabi did Asabi live in giving Japan, shade yeah. here because... <laughs> <laughs> well, I do you know? Osaka punch. <laughs> I know them. It's great I really Go like their, their, like, what do you call it, a logo for their band. It's like one of those... Help me out here, Asabi. One of those gate, like. temple gate things. Oh, yeah, What are yeah. they called? Uh, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, mm, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> those the Japanese things. gates, the temples. Yeah. yeah. Whatever those are called. God damn, I should know that. I should, okay. should have done the research. <laughs> it's just a gate. Um, and then uh, <laughs> at the top of it is like a knuckle duster. Yeah. Perfectly encapsulates <laughs> Osaka Punch. <laughs> so yes, this is a yeah, Brisbane band. Or now they are. The Tory. What? Tori. Tori Gate. Yeah, Tori Gate. Yeah. How do you pronounce? How do you spell it? T O R I I. Tori. Yeah. Tori. Yeah. Thanks, Google. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Thank like, you. Because otherwise, Tori means bird. T O R I with one I. Yeah. Our traditional Japanese bird. gate most bird commonly punch. found at the entrance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so anyway, <laughs> <laughs> this is from their second album, second studio album called Death Monster Super Squad. That so sounds good. really Japanese, actually. It does. It, <laughs> it sounds, sounds like, like an anime. Anime. Super Japanese. Very um, sounds like yeah. an anime. I hadn't really thought of it like that before. It definitely does. It was, came out in 2016. And they had this awesome series of artwork that came with the album, all these different characters in the Death Monster Super Squad. And there were these really, like, super obscene or, like, really graphic-looking creatures that um, came with the album, which was a really, really cool. I love when artists do that when they have uh, use graphic design in a really intense way to marry with the album. Um, so this album was the band wrote it while they were all living in the UK. They went, all went over there as a band to tour and got two-year visas and they were living in, I think it was in Liverpool, maybe Manchester, north-ish mm. UK. Right. Not London for you guys out there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sorry, London. Somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> like Leeds, like more north up. Yeah. Okay. Like, That's yeah, pretty I'm, far north, yeah. 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 yeah, pretty far north. I don't know why they picked that. I didn't ask. Should have asked. Didn't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the song itself, um, it's kind of the, from the perspective of like a shit boss or an unsupportive parent. <laughs> That's just like get your shit together, get your full time job, right? Like get get, your, get your 401k for Americans. Yeah. Which I think is that super. Is that what yeah, that it's is? The same as super. Cool. Yep. Okay. Hear it reference in a lot of songs. Didn't know that that they've written. No, re- no, no, no. Oh, I just okay, hear 401k in like American songs and be like, oh. I'm going to ask someone mm. one day. What Is that because the goal is to is. at least retire with four, $401,000? No, I think I have no idea why it's called. I think that's the, it has something to do with the law okay. that it's <clears throat> that it's based on. So the le- the number of the law is 401k. <laughs> Sorry. I, okay. I yeah. Know. Look, we're not the podcast to, <laughs> to give you financial advice. I do not know. <laughs> Put money into it. <laughs> um, look, the lead singer, Jack, 
I he wrote Jack. this song over at yeah. He wrote this song. Yeah, good mate um, of mine knows about <laughs> yeah, Jack. Yeah, Jack. Jack. Yeah. Oh, mate. <laughs> <laughs> he um he wrote this song when he was he's a photographer as well as a musician, mm-hmm. and he was flying back to Australia and doing photo shoots, and then flying back to UK and having enough to live for a couple of months and then doing that every few months. It was a very bougie lifestyle, i got to say, jet-setting. And the rest of the band were like, pov oh, <laughs> They were not <laughs> doing well. They were like six pound an hour, shitty bar jobs. Oh, no. And so there's this real discourse he felt within the band of this, like they're just like drudging by to do shit that they don't like for such little pay while he's living a pretty good life from what it sounds like. He was. Um, so that's where the song came out of. And it sounds like this. Really good, good voice, That's by so the way. good. Yeah, yeah I love great. Jack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never actually seen Osaka Punch play, oh. but I mean, I've worked with his partner a lot, mm. with Jack's partner a lot, and Jack is or was the photographer that would come and take our headshots at my acting school. Oh, so yeah. that's how I knew him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, he's taken some. He took one of the graduations at. at yeah, Gen yeah. <laughs> I think he, he. Well, I don't know if he does all those schools, but he gets around. And yeah. um, I was at a wedding, <laughs> and he just and I didn't know him know him at the time. And he just came running up, Asabi, hi. And I was like, hey. <laughs> hi. And he's like, I'm just Jack. Him. What a bitch. I take your, <laughs> yeah. He's like, I've taken photos of you. And I was like, excuse me? <laughs> he's oh, like, at your school. At your school. Yeah, photos. Well, I have seen Osaga Punch play. I've seen them. I, I don't know how many times, a few times, but the first time was at, again, Jungle Love mm. Festival. 2015 was the first one that I went to. And that was when I experienced my first and only wall of death. Oh, God. Anyone familiar with a wall of death? No. Oh, that's Where far just, is that just COVID-19? Jo- <laughs> yeah. Josh is far too pop adjacent yeah. for a wall of death. And, and stay there because yes. you do not need to experience this. Any of you who aren't familiar, go and Google wall of death and just... It's just Let me so ask, right was, was Lachlan Fang involved? I'm sure he was. But so at one point, Jack goes like this in the crowd. He Oh, <laughs> we just had a Google over here. Yes. And so Jack puts his arm down through the crowd, like splitting it like the Red Sea, and everyone splits. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? What is happening? <laughs> and I'm like just standing in the front. I'm not totally just alone in the middle. Some people, it's a music and arts festival. Like not yeah. everyone is it aware. But people, like <laughs> he just splits it and everyone seemed to know what they were doing and they all just fucking run at each other at full pelt. And it's just this really aggressive, like, metal It's like thing. a mosh pit. Yeah, yeah, but in but a, like, um, aggressive, <laughs> yeah. like, I'm going to kill you. Uh, yeah. According to Wikipedia, <laughs> the aim is to slam into each other, yeah. but to keep elbows down and not punch each other. Oh, yeah, okay. which people do not abide by, but no. anyway. Can, well, yes. Yeah. So that was my first and only ever time. I was like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> <laughs> it was very scary. Oh, Jack. <laughs> For my, my uh, yeah. 
my little Scaring white girl children. life couldn't handle it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think this black girl's life can handle it either. <laughs> <laughs> well, I should have more middle class, I suppose, is what I should have said. Instead of white well, girl. This middle class There's plenty girl of white trash in that crowd smashing into yeah. each other. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. So that's uh, my favorite song by Osaka Punch, Stonk. Yes. Stonk. My fourth song. It is by a girl that she now lives in Melbourne. Poor bitch. Not a good time to be there. <laughs> <laughs> She's in lockdown. Yeah, she in lockdown, poor thing. Mm. But uh, um, while we're living it up here with our masks in Brisbane, mm-hmm. uh, this is when she used to live in Brisbane. She recorded this song called George's Track. Aww. And it sounds like this. <laughs> I remember when you told me that you needed space, so I built a rocket and flew you through the Milky Way, and I remember when you told me that you needed time, so I bent my hands back to want to you so they call my there you go. Really and she's like smooth. That. Really I'm going nice. to put that on my, on my own playlist. Yeah. Really so that's Tiana Kasi. It's from her debut album or EP. actually didn't check that with her. But I've seen it listed as both. So who knows? It's called Megalia and it came out last year. And so that song uh, came out. There's a live session video of it from two years ago or three years ago um, from 2017. Uh, that So I was very familiar with the song long sure. before the recorded version on this um, album came out. Um, and it's great. It's a live session in this beautiful studio in Alchemix Studios, I believe it is. Oh, yep. I believe. In yeah. West End. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that track, it came from uh, a Brisbane band called Astro Travelers that I don't think are anymore. <laughs> but they used to be around and she used to be part of that band. Sure. And the song kind of started the instrumental part of it from that band and she took it into its own life in her own project. She describes it as uh, the song centered around themes of intergalactic heartbreak. Okay. Mm. So really, really big heartbreak. <laughs> like yeah. super That's massive. The progression that you played for us just then, like that little snippet, mm. um, very like I was feeling like some Erica, Erica Badu yeah. vibe. Yeah, it's very there. like Neo Soul. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, I really, really like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's beautiful. So, um, uh, and a lot of uh, a few of the band members from Acid Travelers are playing on that track. Um, when I asked, so the yeah, the track is called George's Track, and it's about yeah, intergalactic heartbreak or these themes of infidelity and heartbreak and the discourse that that creates within you, the anger that it generates. But it's also I like that she has this take on it that, um, even though it's about the universal experience of either being a Georgia or a George or knowing someone who's a Georgia or a Georgia, the person that your loved one is cheating on you with. Mm. It doesn't really matter about the name. It's just this like entity that is causing this rift in your life. And uh, she has this take on it that it's about 
um, she has this one line that goes, and what's worse, I can't stay mad at you. Oh, I'll sing it, hold on. And what's worse, I can't stay mad at you. You were running, chasing honeys, trying to fill the void inside of you. So it's this really, I love that take on, on any kind of cheating because it's very easy to go to anger and it's a justified place to go to. But it's also the understanding of that person has something within them that isn't yeah. okay mm. and that's why they sort that something else out. Like more like sure. a reflection of them rather than a reflection of you. Absolutely, yeah. 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 Very, yeah. A very mature approach. Actually. It's very mature and, you mm. know, and like she said to me <laughs> when I was asking about that, she said, you know, you have to make this choice of whether to to try and stick it out with them or just – See that sucker later. She didn't say that exact phrase. You're paraphrasing. <laughs> You're paraphrasing. I'm paraphrasing. Yeah. The of Gracie Mack. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you make a choice within yourself once you understand that that person um, is trying to fill some void within them. And they're, so, not be, they're not able to go to you to do that. Yeah, that's mm. right. Yeah, have to seek something outside of you. Mm. Um, and as, and then she says it, says it in a really beautiful, catchy, groovy tone, which is just, I mean, that I just eat that up. That's beautiful. Uh, Tiana says, even though I mentioned George's name heaps on the track, I actually wanted the message to be processed and centered around the actions of the person in the relationship that is doing the cheating. Yeah. So that. a little snippet, Sampology produced the track, if some of you may be familiar with that in the Brisbane scene that are listening. And they used a homemade spring reverb on some of the vocals. Right. I had to Google what that was. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, don't know what I that sort is. of, I understand all of those words separately. Yeah. <laughs> homemade. Homemade. Yeah. homemade spring. Yep, got it. Spring. Familiar. Reverb. reverb. It. Absolutely. Mm. It's, I don't know. It's just some fancy little thing that they use on her vocals to give this like spacey effect, which is pretty cool. Oh, that's, yeah. yeah. That's, that's, cool. that's what I can understand. Correct me if I'm wrong, Tiana. <laughs> You're no. listening. Well, girl. it sounds like <laughs> maybe it takes out a, if it's trying to create more space. Maybe it takes out a lot of mids, natural mid in your voice, and gives you like more oh. kind of an airy, ethereal. Maybe because yeah. when I looked it up, it was very. Um, it seemed to be t- to do with a lot of guitar right. pedals that seemed to use okay. it. So, so I'm curious how they did that on a voice. I'd be yeah interested mm. to know. Nice, um, but also maybe wouldn't understand it. I don't know. Hard <laughs> 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 to say. Hard to say. <laughs> okay, my fifth and final. Yeah, we're here, guys. Oh my gosh, I'm going to end this out with um, the earliest track on my list from 2012, from her debut EP, "Awaken the Hurt." It's a song called "Winter" by MKO. Love this song. Yeah, so MKO um, is a female artist who has had many. Uh, embodiments of different names. Um, she's now going by the name Lake, L-A-I-K, and that's what she's, she'll be releasing her new music under. So if you like this, and I hope you do because it's awesome, check out all of her, the rest of her stuff under Lake. This is Winter. That's Winter by MKO. Love winter with a song. Y, yeah? With a yes. Y. Winter yeah. with a Y, yes. Now you know, like a woman with a Y. Why the <laughs> when y? I first, <laughs> so I own this EP and mm-hmm, I remember mm-hmm. 
uh, God, I don't know, it must have been a long time ago, walking around Melbourne during the winter, just playing that on repeat. Yeah. 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 It reminds me of Japan, though. Ah, that's <laughs> I don't know why. That. <laughs> well, I asked, yeah, I asked Lake about, um, about the song, and she's got diamonds falling out of her mouth, this girl. So both with her speaking voice and singing voice. So I'm just going to just redo this quote that she sent me. As I gazed out the window of my West End share house on a perfect winter's day in 2011, winter began writing itself. I remember being lost in the dust particles, catching the cool sunlight. Winter sunlight is such a phenomenon, bright and crisp, penetrating to my core and filling me with hope. Don't get me wrong, I love the sun year round, but there's... But for me, there's something so magical, hopeful and poignant about Brisbane winter. I want to use the word distilled for some reason. It cuts the crap. The song is an ode to finding balance within oneself that is similarly distilled. The cool, clear mindset that you can only find when you're truly in tune with yourself. The line, shed a little light on the in-between, which is in the chorus, that occurs is basically saying, look further into scenarios, read between the lines, that's where you'll find that golden meaning. There you go. Wow, she's poetic. She's mm. poetic and she's just like, she's like, yeah, the song's about this. Poem. <laughs> <laughs> so that's pretty cool when you have someone that just gives you such such gold without even trying. Um, so I have also seen MKO. She also, uh, she's released things under MKO Sun, which is like her solo, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, if you're listening out there, like, but uh, uh, I believe that's more of her solo stuff away from this band that was on this MP. It's a killer band. It's a lot of um, awesome Brisbane players. Mm. Um, it features Lanius, if anyone is familiar with him. He's now a Melbourne-based musician but was Brisbane. He has a little – he plays guitar on the album but he has a little line, little cameo line, if you will, <laughs> in the chorus. Shine a little light on the in-between. That line that, um, that Lake just mentioned there and that lovely thing. And, and I asked her why he was on that, why he got that little cute feature – and she just said that, you know, he was already in the band and she just thought his dulcet tones would be a nice addition to that little part of the song. So she produced this track, a demo of the track on GarageBand just by herself, writing it, figuring it out. Love She's wow. Love that. Mm. <laughs> and then she brought that. Yeah, <laughs> you can, you can. And then she brought that to Peter Gardner, the engineer, audio engineer, and the band members came in and either copied what was on there or like, you know, reimagined the yeah, layers sure. from the demo already. So it's, you know, it's, it's already a brainchild that she just brought and people just put their creative take on it. So there you go. Those are my five choices of Wonderful. my friends. Love that. I thank you. Thank you, audience. Oh. <laughs> well, so please, always, please do check those out as well, guys. Like oh, all of these people are, yeah, very talented humans. And mm. the playlist is always available as soon as this episode drops yeah. as well, which is going to be amazing. Well, I feel like I've been enlightened with some brand new music. Good to know that there are some amazing musicians and singer-songwriters all in our backyard as well, not just uh, in America or the or the UK, <laughs> which is great. <laughs> well, we're right. going to have a short break, and then when we come back, we're going to hear what Asabi chose. Stay tuned. <laughs> You want that new sexy comedy podcast you've been craving? You want some you want some funny bits, some absurd bits? Well, here at Rate My Bit, we've got exactly what you've been craving. It's tasty. It's sexy. It's a little bit gay. <laughs> 
It's everything you could have ever wanted in a podcast, ladies and gentlemen. And more. Come on down for the cummiest podcast in town. Right, my bitch. Catch us on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. We drop on Tuesday, baby. We'll see you then. Oh, that's not kind of productions podcast. Hello, welcome back, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Uh. Well, hopefully you've been listening for the last however long I was talking. Hopefully not too long. Um, half an hour. 20 minutes. 25 last, minutes. Last 25 <laughs> minutes. Hope yes. you've been listening and you'd know that we are talking about our friends. Yes. Why can't we be friends? Oh, Why sorry. can't we? What Why about your we? friends? There's a, couple <laughs> there's a couple of people on this list that I would have liked to have on the list, but I wasn't friends with them. <laughs> oh. And that's a goal. I'm going to make them my friend. Yes. Oh, I, I, I know yeah. the feeling. Because I, I thought of, of all of the music that I've seen just locally like in the park yeah, yeah. or what have you and I'm like oh I'd love to oh, put their music and I'm yeah. like but I don't know them <laughs> and you want to be yeah. cool you don't want to be the fangirl do you you want to yeah, be like yeah nah. we know each other yeah. there's a few people like I went to uni with them but we're like I'm not calling them for coffee next week like the friends line is pretty blurred honestly yeah. <laughs> we're just, we're, we love music and we love the music these people around us make yes, that's right exactly. and speaking of Asabi yes my love could you tell us the music around you that people Love making yes. was that in the right order that sentence? Yeah, I, I know. Think, um, love you tell making. me. I heard love making. Um, <laughs> of course, <you> did. <laughs> anyway, I do have. I have five tracks, but four different musicians or groups that I'm going Ooh. to talk about today. Because I think I got lazy. If <laughs> 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 I'm being honest, I just said, I'm just going to do two songs from this person. Um, so the first track that I'm going to talk about is a track called Traffic. And it's off of the Curbside Collection album Smoke Signals. It was released in 2018. Now, t- uh, Curbside Collection is a jazz funk instrumental band here in Brisbane. And they've had a number of different lineups over the years that they've been around. Smoke Signals is their third album. But uh, their current lineup includes Jason Bell on drums, Andrew Fincher on guitar and keys. We all know Andrew Fincher. Mm -hmm. Lachlan Swamp Dog Simmons on bass. And Papa Joe Roberts on sax and flute. (laughs) Papa Joe. What a band. What a band. That's right. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm just going to play, if I can get this to work, I'm going to play a little bit of Traffic. So that's a little bit of traffic, and mm. that is probably my favorite song off of the Smoke yes. Signals album. It's just got this driving beat, and you know you've got the horns that come in, and it, eventually you do have jazz flute that comes in over the top. And who I doesn't love, the love jazz oh, flute? Is it a soft J Yaz flute? It might be Yaz. Yaz flute. I will have to ask Papa Joe. Um, <laughs> 
But um, I was having a chat with uh, Andrew Fincher. So for those of you who don't know, I do have a band with Mr. Fincher called Andrew Asabi and Friends. So I see him quite often. And he was telling me that the inspiration for this song was a French, a 1971 French movie called Traffic. So he and Jason wrote it together. Now, Andrew is an amazing, amazing instrumentalist, musician. He plays keys. He plays... Um, Guitar. I've seen him jump on a jump, jump the jump, jump on a drum set, and yeah. I'm like, "What and are you I've doing?" Seen him on there? bass as well. He's yeah, I've seen him yeah. pick up a flute at Jungle Love. He decided to just play flute, and we were like, <laughs> "What's going on, Andrew?" Yeah, so yeah, he does. He picks up bass, bass guitar. Um, he just plays everything. And this kind of this song, I remember when I first heard it after I'd bought the album, I just wanted to you know, be in a car with the top down on a sunny day and just mm. riding around because that's what it, it reminds me of just like that summer song that you just mm. want to hear. I mean, I wish I was stuck in traffic to that song. It'd be so much more joyful. So really? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it kind of gives me this like uh, 1960s mod sort of vibe when mm. I hear it. And mm. it's just, you know, it, it's just that, that happy go lucky sort of feel. Now I'm going to read, um, so a little snippet from Juno on the website 45 Live, which is a music website where they play a lot of different jazz tunes and what have you, but uh, specific, specifically about the song Traffic. This is a real feel-good number with such a happy vibe to it. The little guitar break and flute that follows it over a strong rhythm section is just simply tasty summer vibes for sure. The flip continues in the same vibe with a jazzy reggae ditty, but it's all about traffic. It's just, well, nice. A great early <laughs> doors party warm-up cut, especially if that party is a barbecue on the beach in the blazing sunshine. And that's exactly what yeah. I feel about this tune. I love this tune. Um, next. All right. So that's that's my first song. Sold the first choice. Yeah, I love it. Now, this next tune is called Individual, and it's by Licia Louise, who is a singer, songwriter, guitarist here in Brisbane. I met, well, I first saw Licia at a festival. It was a songwriters festival run by 8-Ball Aiken. I don't know if you guys know who. No. He's, I guess he's blues. He's a, a blues artist here in southeast Queensland, and he runs this festival called the Songwriters Festival every year up on Mount Kutha. And I went to the festival because I had a friend, Matt Dishpan Hands, who was playing. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good blues name. Yeah, yeah. And he is. He's, he's a fun, young, bluesy guy. And he, right after he played, Licia played. Now, Licia had a loop machine. So she was basically on stage by herself, one woman band. She did everything, made all of the noises, looped it all together, and then just played this, you know, killer song after song. And I just thought to myself, I want to know who that is. I need to know that person. And then the next day, this was a Sunday afternoon. The next day on Monday, I was invited to a birthday party because Mondays are when Mizos don't work. And so I went to this birthday party and she was there. And then Ooh. we became friends and we've been friends ever since. Gorgeous. Um, yeah. So we're actually collaborating on a song together at the moment. Aww. So now this tune, Individual, was originally written by Alicia when she was in grade 12. So back in 2000. And she wrote it on the way down to the Grafton Arts Festival with her mom and just pinned it then. But then and released it in, I think she said she released it like in 
2011 maybe but then she re-released it in 2016 on an album called Perte which is Italian for for you and when she re-released it it spent three weeks at number one on Triple J unearthed so yeah got a bit of play with it so I'm gonna play a little bit of this tune for you And I know that I am strange And I'll probably never change Yes, I am my own person I turn to voices into So that's individual. Mm. Um, and now what Licia said to me, that the song is about courage and strength and independence and reaching your goals. So I was like, that's pretty amazing for somebody who's just in year 12 mm, absolutely. Yeah. to come up with something like that. I mean, it's a beautiful song. And I love the video clip because it's just... When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Just all her in the video clip. And she plays, like, she's on every instrument and she's kind of singing to herself and, and it's really, she's taking the piss out of, you know, like, being very glamorous and what have you. It's it's a really fun, cute video. So, I Aww. love this song. I love Licia. She's, she's so much fun to work with and to be around. She's really lovely and kind and very helpful and just super creative, extremely creative. Mm. So, that's, that's my second song, Individual. Now, my third tune is from a little Brisbane band called The Urban Sea, and that's S-E-A, because people always ask me, is that C like the letter, or, <laughs> you know, I'm like, I, I never <laughs> would have thought of it that way, but because I think of the urban jungle, yeah, yeah. the urban sea, yeah, yeah. okay, so uh, this tune is called Dopamine, and it's off their 2019 EP, The Urban Sea. Now, originally, this band used to be called Fugue, so I don't know if you've heard of Fugue? I don't know. I don't know. No. Yeah, okay. So they used to be called Fugue, and then in 20, either 2018, 2019, they changed their name to the Urban Sea, and their lineup includes vocalist Chris McDonald, um, Charlie Doble on bass, Shannon Kilner on guitar, Casper Hall on drums. Do you guys know Casper? Yeah, I've heard yeah, of him. I heard of Casper, him. very tall drummer with long curly hair. And then they've got Ravi Sanger on sax and Hayden Johns on keys. 
Now, this particular song, Dopamine, um, I, well, I loved all of the songs on their EP, and this was the first time that I'd heard them was on this EP. And the reason I had heard all these songs is because I actually went in and sang all the backing vocals on them. Um, <laughs> we were going a little ooh-la-la. Yes, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> which was really cool. And now, I had known Casper before that, but I didn't know the band, and I was quite impressed with all of the songs that mm. there were only five songs on this EP, but I was impressed with all of them, but I really liked dopamine um, mainly because I was kind of surprised at what they were able to pull out of me. You know, it's like when you go into a, a BV session, you know, they say, okay, we want you to sing this. We want you to sing this. And I was like, wait, you want me to do what? <laughs> and so they were able to pull some stuff out of me. And I was like, oh, that was really cool. When I heard it back, I was like, did I do that? Really? Did I do that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had an Urkel moment. Yeah, Urkel moment. I totally had an Urkel moment. <laughs> yep. But I love this tune because it is funky. It's got this danceable beat. Um, Chris has these beautiful, like just beautiful sort of tenor vocals and then he raps as well. He sounds, you know, he's just amazing. He plays guitar. He's just really good. And in the middle of the song, there's this beautiful, bright trumpet solo that's played by Curtis Scabelia. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know Curtis. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if Josh, do you know Curtis? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that they don't know uh, me. I'm just <laughs> of course it's not. <laughs> and then, of course, the BVs are just amazing. Um, <laughs> they really tie that thing together. So, yeah, they just really bring the song out. <laughs> um, now, I'm just going to read a little snippet from Triple J Unearthed. And they say, truly a melting pot of influences ranging from rock to R&B. The urban sea have been kicking around the streets of Brisbane in one form or another since mid-2016. Crowding most Brisbane stages at six members, the band covers all instrumental bases, creating a rich foundation for modern lyrical narratives concerning the ebb and flow of city life. With 2019 bringing a new band name and fresh new music, the genre-fluid six-piece has found their groove, forging a unique, soulful sound that's all their own. So I do want to play, I'm going to play a little snippet. Please do. Of dopamine. Dopamine. That's really what nice is song. a ketamine afternoon? Yeah. <laughs> ketamine is I a wasn't, drug. I, I wasn't <laughs> what expecting. Is, what does that look like? Because <laughs> the song started with guitars, I wasn't expecting the piano to be that up in the mix. Oh yeah. And so it was actually really, like, it was actually quite delightful. <laughs> I was yeah. like, oh, because you don't like, usually hear that. Like when the guitars start, usually then it'll go. With, I was expecting, tuned, yeah, yeah, I was expecting to go a bit heavier with the guitars once mm. the beat came in. Yeah. And then when it was just like this lovely like piano kind of driving mm. the rhythm it's section, I was like, It's a really good mix. So now um, Casper has his own recording studio, which is where they did all of the recording, and he was the sound engineer and mixer on the album. And he's just got a really good ear for things. And he's also their drummer, <laughs> as we said before. So he's mm. just super talented all around, super talented young man. 
Um, but I really enjoyed working with this band. I enjoyed their music as well. I think they're very talented mm. in what they write. Yeah, yeah so it's good. Beautiful. All right, my next. So now the last two songs that I have are from one band. Uh, the name of the band is Hatfits and Cara, and they okay. are an Australian-Irish blues duo. They're pretty amazing. Um, Hatfits plays guitar and sings, and Cara plays drums, flute, a washboardy thing, <laughs> um, like literally, she puts the little things on her fingers and she plays oh, the, the washboard. Yeah, well, it's not the spoons; it's a washboard. <laughs> she might play the spoons. I wouldn't put it past her. Um, <laughs> she's freaking amazing, and she sings. So she plays drums and sings. And I remember the first time I saw them was at this little blues festival in the Redlands, I think, which is on the coast, uh, west or e- east. No, west, east, yes, of Brisbane. <laughs> I don't know my areas. I have no idea yeah, where I live. You got it. No, you got it. <laughs> so it's out on the water. And um, <laughs> they were right on before my band. And I remember hearing them and hearing their voice. And so I walked around to see, and I was like, oh, it's just a woman on drums and a man on guitar. That's pretty cool. And I just thought they were the coolest thing. And um, so then they finished, and I went on with my band, did our thing. And the next morning, I get a phone call from her. (laughs) So now her story and how she came to know about me is that they had packed up and they were about to leave and they heard me singing. And she made her husband stop the car because she was like, who is that? And they found out who I was. And then she called me and invited me to come up to their home the next day. Yeah. So I've actually had the opportunity to perform with them on stage a number of times. Um, and I've performed these last two songs with them as well. They're two of my favorite songs. Well, there's an, uh, there are a lot of songs of theirs that I really, really love, but I really enjoy these because they have this way of fusing their own brand of blues and gospel music together to create just this beautiful, amazing sound. Now, they've played at a number of different festivals around Australia. They've played at Woodford quite a bit, and they are known for picking people out of the crowd, like they'll just get a big group of people and they'll teach them how to sing a chorus of their song and they just create their own gospel choir right then and there just Mm. with the two of them. Yeah. So um, a number of people have seen them and they'll send me messages like, oh my God, we just saw this band at Woodford and they just brought people on stage and they just created this choir and it was so cool. And I'm like, yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah, they're my friends. I know them. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) Um, So anyway, this first song is called Try. And it's off of their After the Rain album, which came out in 2016. And what, when I was chatting with Kara, she was saying that what she was trying to do with this song was to recreate this sort of gospel feel that they had in a previous song called Power. But they wanted to invoke the mantra of not giving up. And, and the song is about how we all have choices and we have the ability to choose our own path but it's really easy to fall into this lack of trying, you know, because Mm. a lot of people just give up. They don't want to try anymore. So I'm going to play a little bit of try for you. But that 
that's Try by Hat mm. Fitz and Kara. And now my last tune is uh, one of their newer tunes. It was just released in 2018 on the album Hand It Over. And it's called Hold On. And um, I just, I love, I mean, they are a blues band. So I love the bluesiness in everything that they do. Um, it's, I, I want to say, and I, I have no idea if this is true or not, but there's a lot of um, Irish tradition that makes up America as well. And <laughs> I, I, I love American folk music, and I feel that you know a lot of American folk music comes from the eastern mountains of the United States, which were largely Scottish and Irish immigrants. And I feel this sort of bond, I guess, when I hear Irish music or Irish music mixed with blues because it's ingrained in my history as well, yeah. in my American history as well. And so, and I, and I feel that a lot of that has sort of melded its way into the American songbook. And yeah, that's, yeah. you know, that's why I feel Kara can sort of bring that blues aspect because it's part of, we have a shared history, if that makes sense. Mm. Yeah. So when I asked her about this song, Hold On, she was telling me that it was written in a time of sadness for her because she'd just lost a number of family members or been some deaths in the family. And she had this uh, raga by Ravi Shankar that was just kind of in her head. And she kept humming it to herself. And then she was like, I want to put lyrics to that. And I want to write something that sort of celebrates the lives of these people but sort of reminds us to hold on in times of, in, in during hard times. So that's what that song is about. Um, now, I'm going to play a little bit. Hold on here if I can. lot of their music is very soulful um and they do have they have some songs that are really upbeat like there is a song that they sing about a a, a beer fridge <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Uh, yeah that's that's Hatfitz's song um <laughs> but Hatfitz is also like he's just an amazing guitarist and so soulful and mm. I mean they they just they are a very, very good blues duo. So I really implore you to check them out. Listen. I liked to them. how in that in that particular one just then it had this really duo style with the guitar. It wasn't mm. like she was just being backed up. 
the yeah. guitar. That was cool. I liked the interplay there. Yeah, was, yeah. And, they, and they do that you quite a bit that. because they're both instrumentalist and they're both mm. playing at the same time. And and if you ever see them in concert, they do have, because they are husband and wife, and so they have this little interplay between them, you know, where you know she's like, oh, he was just trying to take my dress off the other night, and he was like, I just ripped it right off, you know. So, <laughs> like, <laughs> um, okay. they're very... Um, <laughs> It's it's very cute to hear the like the you know the way they chat with each other and um, it it's fun to be on stage with them as well. They're very welcoming. They're very welcoming people, and you know they just yeah. I I love being around them. I love hearing their music. If you get the chance, if you're in Brisbane and they're playing, because they do, they play pretty much everywhere when they when we are allowed to play. Mm. Get out to see them. Definitely. Yeah, I will. I will. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Wasabi. Those were some stellar choices. Thank you so much. Now keep listening, everyone. We're going to take a short break and we'll be back with Josh Tavetta. Hey, ladies. Come listen with me, Mixie Plum. As wonderful women I know, or even just met, share their soulful stories and experiences for them and us to all learn and heal together. But in my own riot girl kind of way, you know, explicitly, confidently, and loud. We all want to speak. We all want to be heard. We all want to be understood. Roar more with me and open your lady mouth. Disclaimer, lady mouth is also for dudes, too. Uh, That's not kind of productions podcast. And welcome back. You've been listening to Shuffology. My name is Asabi Goodman, and I just slapped the mic. Oh, finally wasn't me today, yes. And I'm joined by the wonderful Josh Devetta and Gracie Mack. We are talking about the songs of our friends today, and you've just heard from myself and previously from Gracie Mack, and now... We're going to hear from Mr. Josh Devetta himself. Hey. Hey. Oh, well, these, I'm really, really quite enlightened. It's been great to listen to um, lots and lots and lots of music that I don't know tonight. So Yeah, I'm discovering I, so much. Mm, I can't mm. wait to press shuffle on this particular playlist. Mm. Um, now, yeah, every single person I've chosen are uh, you know good friends or good um, peers of mine. Uh, so I just, I'm just going to go straight into it. So mm-hmm. uh, the first song is... Um, a song called Renegade and it's by um, the artist Umbriel and uh, so James who is the artist <laughs> uh, James <laughs> Halloran uh, he's a really really dear friend of mine uh, we worked together a few times we actually um, were it was one of those ones where like we knew of each other for years and years and years and finally we had a project together um, doing a Hedwig con- Hedwig and the Angry Inch concert like three mm. years oh, ago oh yeah. yeah and um, he is like he's a very dear he's a very lovely person just a really really like sweet boy sort of thing and um, anyway uh he just released this song this year um, and the song Renegade, um, I actually asked him like, what's it about? And he was talking about how ever since um, being a young kid, um, he just knew that he was queer and Mm. he felt like when he came out that it like, ruined his relationship with his mother because he had so much Catholic guilt about <laughs> about, about, <laughs> yeah. like, about coming out. He now knows that that's, that's not the reason. Like, you know, we have many reasons why we're distant from people in our lives. Mm. And this was just talking about how, like, he, it, it's very... um. It's, from reading the lyrics and listening to the song, it's like quite autobiographical uh, mm. in that way, and but very abstract at the same time. So it's not like a blatant, like it's it's not a dear diary sort of song where like the lyrics are quite explicit. It's there, there's I'm sure there's plenty of like I guess um 
like multiple meanings. I think with anyone that writes a song, you know, it means something to them, but it can also mean something very different to the listener yeah. as well, which is, I guess, the joy of songwriting. So I'll just play a little snippet for you. This is uh, Renegade by Umbreal. changed when I was born My father left My mother's gone I wear my sister's holy gown I pick a song and dance around So there, that's a bit of Renegade by Umbreon. And with yeah. I like the, I love the backing parts, and I think it's really, really, I guess, ethereal is a, a nice way to describe mm, it. Yeah. Um, I like that um, James is like, he's a very good performer too. Like, he's very um, captivating to watch, yeah. I have to yeah, say. Because he, he kind of like lives in his own world <laughs> whilst on stage. <laughs> well, it's a whole production that he creates, production. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And, but then is still able to, like, I guess, communicate that to whoever's in front of him, which is a very lovely gift to have, I think. Mm, that's beautiful. Um, and uh, just a great style. Just, just really, I just, I just have nothing but love for James. He's such a good person. So shout out to Umbriel, <laughs> uh, which leads into my next choice because um, this next person works with Umbriel very, very closely. Um, and this is a good friend of mine, also Kendall. Kendall Late. Yay, yes. Kendall! Shout out to Kendall. If you know Kendall Late, like, everybody loves Kendall. Like, yes. Kendall is a <laughs> good person. <laughs> um, um, also, it's really, really funny. I think um, all these people. People, like they came from from the Jazz Music Institute as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah all the yeah. ones you mentioned some are, so far. Some are yeah. fellow alumni with Grace, <laughs> <laughs> sort of thing. Um, yeah, and so uh, actually, it was only just last week. So that's why I really, really I got, know, it's yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So amazing. I really, I wanted to get hot off the press with this particular choice. And uh, the song is, is called Laura Part One. There's two parts to Laura, mm-hmm. but I've chosen mm-hmm. Part One. Okay. And I asked Kendall. I said, like, oh, this song is really, really pretty. Like, I just can you just give me a little insight as to like what inspired you to write mm-hmm. it? And he was talking about his grand. It's actually his. Um, so his niece is also called Laura. So Laura is like a, apparently like a reoccurring name that happens. A family his, name. Yeah, family that yeah. happens in his life. Mm. And Laura is also his grandmother and his grandmother was like this amazing piano player that lived here in Brisbane. Wow. Um, even played for the Bee Gees at one point. Like Ooh. really, really cool. So I think it was like an homage yeah. um, to this to like his grandmother's story and everything mm. like that. And so I'll play a little snippet. It's really, really well put together and he mixed it to, like he mixed it all himself. He's very, very talented. He plays bass. He plays this. He plays. I was, I got to say yeah. before you play or maybe after you play but no. I went listen, on listening to the, the EP like I think we all did the day it dropped yes. which I think was his birthday as well was it yeah, the same yeah it was his day? birthday yeah. 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 Mm. happy birthday to him yes uh, I was so surprised by it yes. because I've heard him do things before of his originals but it was always just him and a guitar yes. like very acoustic and that's what I was expecting so it was a very different vibe it was it was quite Absolutely. exciting and, to it, hear. and it's mastered quite well actually like mm. it's it's really really good so I'll just play a little snippet it's very instrumental at the beginning so you might hear me fast forward so we can try and get <laughs> yeah. to a chorus sort of thing so yeah this is Laura part one by the Kendall Late.
So that's from the uh, EP Bless This Mess. Yeah, sorry, so I, I, I missed your fade out, Wasabi. I'm so that's sorry. That's all good. I, I was enjoying the music so much, I wasn't even paying attention. <laughs> so we're very, very proud of you, Kendall. So I just wanted Yay, to give you a Kendall. shout out. Um, Kendall and Kendall and Umbra, like, they're very much a part of our queer community here in Brisbane as well. Mm. So it's really, really, I just wanted to give like our queer artists a bit of a, a, a bit of elevation. And Kendall plays in yeah, Umbriel yeah. as well. Yeah, pardon? Like, and, and plays in Umbriel as well, band. exactly. Yeah. So those, so those two artists um, play um, hand in hand together, <laughs> which is really, really cool. All right, so that's two songs. Now, the next one I want to uh, I want to uh, shout out is uh, a good, oh, like a good peer of mine and friend, uh, Magnus Murphy. Um, I actually met him at Brisbane, because I had a contract at Brisbane Festival a couple of years ago, and I was singing, and then he kind of like came up after I finished, was like, oh, you, I love your voice, man. This, you know, all that, you know, the, the museo talk that you have backstage. <laughs> <sort of laughs> And um, he was like, kind of like, you know, telling me, oh, yeah, I write songs too. We should get in the studio sometime. We've all had that conversation. Right. With yes. Mm-hmm. We still haven't been in the studio yet. But, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Doesn't ever go anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, and usually when people say, oh, I write songs too, like, I'm very nice, but like in my head, I'm quite ambivalent about it. I'm just like, yeah. oh, here we go. Everyone's writing songs these days, you know, I'm, I'm <laughs> all that kind of stuff. Um, anyway, and then. Um, <laughs> and, but then I <laughs> Everyone's writing songs these days. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we all look at each thing. other like yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all that jazz and anyway um and then i found out that we actually have the same muggle job as well oh um, yay. so and then i met him at the muggle job event and <laughs> um he was part of the lineup so i was like the host and headliner sort of thing because because you're josh <laughs> <laughs> or something, something, whatever. And um, anyway, and then um, he he was playing, and, and I was like, "Oh, it's so good to see you again." And he played some of his original music, and I was actually quite blown away. I was like, "Oh, this is actually quite good music." So, mm. uh, and I shouldn't say quite; it is very good music. It's very, it's very pop, fla- very pop flavored. So you know, we've been I've been described as pop adjacent, according to Grace and Mac. <laughs> and, uh, and so this kind of like really, really plays into my pop adjacent. Adjacentity. Um And so this is lightning. And so this song, um, I'll give you a little, I'll give you a little play, play. Yeah, lightning, Magnus Murphy. Days go, nights come. Everybody wants someone to hold. I'll see you and me. There it is. So there's a little bit of a snippet there. Now it actually does progress into like a really bigger chorus, like very pop synthy mm. sort of thing. And so it really, um, like the beginning's very like if Mumford and Sons had like, it's, yes, it has that, like, it like, with that real driving force at the beginning. <laughs> I love that kind of music, you know, with the acoustic guitar at the beginning, um, then building up into a big chorus. So shout out to you, Mag. That's really, really good. I asked him, I was like, so what is this song about? Because the song's called Lightning. <laughs> and he was saying that um, it was about Storms. his- Storms. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, a little bit like that, like, that, that feeling of um, <laughs> so he had a girlfriend at the time and um, they had to break up because she moved overseas and so I guess it's like that internal conflict of oh well I'm not gonna lot I'm gonna let I'm gonna I'm gonna have to let you go so you can go chase your destiny sort of thing mm. but it doesn't make it hurt any less right <laughs> sort yeah. of thing so like that riding that dichotomy of like I'm so proud I'm so happy for you but this absolutely like you know sh- is a shitty feeling at the exact same time because mm. we have to break up. You know, so it's not like you're breaking up because it was a bad relationship. You're breaking up because you're literally going to be 
oceans uh, apart. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Sort of thing. So yeah, shout out to you, Mag. That's really, really. Like, I really, really like that. Um, you know, as I said, as we've all said tonight, um, get into this playlist. It's got, there's some amazing original music happening. Yeah. Uh, you know, just in our backyard. Um, the next um song I'm going to shout out is um by a band. It's called uh, Semantics. Yes. Um, and Love it. Uh, the guitarist uh, Ger- Gerard. He actually, I work with him at my Muggle job <laughs> as well. So I see a lot of people at this Muggle job do music. I'm impressed. Uh, we are the profile <laughs> to get that job because they love having musicians yeah. work there. Yeah, yeah. Right. So that we can talk about programs. That's <laughs> true. Kind of I was about to yeah, say, because yeah. I do know some other musos that work that yes. Muggle job as well. Yes, exactly mm. right. Mm. And, and so um, SDE, the song is called, and I asked Gerard what it meant and he said, self-destruct entirely. I was like, can relate. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so he said, so I think um, the lead singer was like more the force behind the song. So, I, but Gerard said that to him, like when he gets to play, you know, with his band and everything, he goes, I'll, I'll quote him directly. He says, To me, it's when everything in your world is falling apart and crashing around you, and you were just watching it happen and still pushing through. Relatable. That's 2020. Uh, 2020, <laughs> absolutely. Um, and so it's really, really cool. Um, what I found really, really interesting when I when I listened to the track for the first time a little while ago was that um, the lead singer sings in a full Australian accent. There's no, like, Americanization of, like, vowels and consonants and things like that. So have a little listen. Um, I feel like I'm at the Sadie Hawkins dance when I, when I hear this song, so it's very, 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 very cool. <laughs> So that is SDE by Semantics. Um, I think they're going to be huge, actually. Like, that's my prediction for them. I think, like, in regards to the band scene and everything like that, I think... um, Have you heard of the band Wax? W-A-A-X. No. No, I They're haven't. They're led by a, f- a female singer. I went to uni with a couple of the guys in, um, in that particular band and they've mm. kind of like shut up because of Triple J and things like that. Mm. And um, I think they've just gotten the same management as that particular band. So I think they're going to, you know, work hard to hopefully sure. you know, build yeah. their following and that kind of stuff. And yeah, I think, they, I think they are, they're think about to play their first gig in months in a socially wow. distant mosh pit. Oh. I would love to be a fly on the, the wall. Yeah, I can't dance. So weird. Yeah, you can't dance at all what, right okay, now. What, no wall of death happening here. No, like, no. wall of death. <laughs> Well, well that's like not technically g- dancing, is yeah, it? Yeah, no. So they just because <laughs> you can still away. go to a gym, so <laughs> the wall yes. of death, they just run to each other and stop. They just have to stop, yeah. <laughs> yeah they do, a, bur- they do yes. a burpee instead. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that is death. That is <laughs> death. <laughs> and that would be a wall of yeah, death. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Right, so that's yes. SDE by Semantics. Congratulations, guys. Big shout out to you. Congrats. Get Yay. into them. And then my final choice um is by a very, 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 very dear friend of mine, um, Garrett Lyon. Um, he is First Nations uh, oh. and went to uh, the uh, went to ACPA, so the uh, the Aboriginal um, Centre for Performing Performing Arts. Oh, and is that in Queensland? In, yeah, here in Brizzy, actually. Yeah. Yeah. And um, anyway, we've uh, we met 
um, well, he he tells a story that he saw me like play somewhere and was like, oh my god, we like I love him, and mm. and then we end up finally doing a gig. One of those like we finally did a show together, sort of thing, and we've just kind of like been in, you know we've been friends ever since. And I'm really really in in, um, in his corner when it comes to his music because he puts together really really good pop music, collaborates with really really like you know really cool producers that are like still up and coming as well. Mm. Um, this song's called "Gotta Have You," and I love that Garrett doesn't change the pronouns. He is about queer love or gay love, or gay gay male love basically mm, yep. and is, and you know, tells his story that way he doesn't try and like I guess put it through a heteronormative filter for, you know all that kind of stuff right, right. so it's actually really really great to talk about like you know seeing someone on the dance floor but it is about two men or yeah, about sure. two girls like all that kind of, I, lo- I really really love that so this has got to have you a little party banger <laughs> um, here we go your friends you try to play it cool but i noticed you looking my way again so i take a step closer because i'm not afraid if you want to party hard tonight come on i ain't playing no games we can take on the whole world we just gotta take a chance come on over here's my hand oh you are so beautiful and that has got to have you by yeah. Garrett Lyon and Scott Campbell. Beautiful, really, really cool. Very, very. He has a beautiful voice, right? Like, yeah, really I really love that track. <laughs> that was um, really good. <laughs> really, really cool. I'm um, just very pop flavored, um, lyrically, mm. sonically as well. Which is <laughs> <laughs> uh, really cool. And I remember, like, oh, when Garrett played, he played for me. I think he played it for me in my car when we were driving. Somebody goes, "Oh, I've got the final mix down of, of, of my new song. Do you want to hear it?" I was like, "Yeah, I want to hear it. Like, mm. get it on. Disconnect Bluetooth. Put your Bluetooth in." Sort of. Thing and just going and I was just so it's um I was just so um, proud I was like oh my god I can't believe this is my friend like this is amazing yes. sort of thing I think we all have those moments where you hear a song you're like oh my god Absolutely. this is my friend yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah we had coffee <laughs> yeah. you I walk, know him yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> literally literally <laughs> um, yeah so that's and that's my five choices oh so, Josh those are yeah. amazing yeah, well and, um, done yeah and I'm sorry I didn't have like a like I wanted to try and really summarize all the stories really quickly so we could just get into the music sort of thing mm. but uh, and let did well yeah thank you and um, no tangent for this bit this week <laughs> Girl. Yeah, yeah. for a f- first time in 17 episodes yeah. all right well that's, that's <laughs> all my choice as well um i'm not hosting so back to wasabi <laughs> oh <laughs> well thank you so much josh and gracie for your choices and, and now wasabi. We, oh, and you wasabi you. yes <laughs> well, thanks now we will going to take a short we will we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back with our next segment And welcome back. All righty. Now, uh, now, uh, firstly, <laughs> I, just feel, I stumbled <laughs> on my words. Uh, surprise, we played musical samples of music this week. Yes. Um, some people said they want to hear more of that. Because this is all original music, we kind of had a bit more copyright license leeway <laughs> to uh, play um, the music. We probably can't do it for everything because, you know, Spotify and all that and algorithms mm-hmm. and copyrights and all that kind of jazz. So, But uh, there was a really different format for the show tonight, which I really, really, really appreciate. Mm. Now, also, we don't have uh, a particular flop because we're not going to flop our friends. No. <laughs> yeah. With no. their music, but I came. Up, I thought, well, you know, we were talking about, you know, um, original music, mutual music, our friends' music. We're all like, you know, in the music community together, and so I thought that this week we could flop things that tick us off um, as musicians. So, oh, yes. um, mm. 
I don't want to yeah. give anything away, but <laughs> you know, things that, as people that gig, we are all gigging musicians, <sighs> and just things that tick us off maybe at the gig, before the gig, yeah. <laughs> after mm-hmm. the gig. Yeah. All right, mm-hmm. have we thought about something? I'm, I'm sure stewing, that I'm oh, there's so many yes, things. I'm, sure, I'm just like, I'm sure there's a rolodex so of. <laughs> and I think babes. I think we we did say that we were keeping it to one thing. We one one. Yeah, we'll do one. We'll do one. That's a whole episode. So shall I start with Grace or Asabi? I'm, I'm, I'm good to go. Okay, yeah. Grace. Yeah. Go. Tell us what ticks you <laughs> off as a muso. All right. It's a flop for me. Yes. <laughs> when some drunk-ass punter comes up and requests a song. Ooh. It's Get a flop. <laughs> Get wrecked, Dave, yes. from payroll. I don't care that you wanted to hear ACDC. This is a jazz show. Exactly. Know your brand. And if you <laughs> scream horses at me one more oh time. Oh, my God. Every like, gig. It's just every gig. gig. And, so, and, you know, like sometimes I'll make jokes. Like I've had that happen to me at like a background dinner jazz gig. It's like, you know. Oh, my God. Like jazz their background stuff and some do be like, you do a black. I also, I'd be like, sir, it's not. Can you? It's not on brand, is it? No. It doesn't. Not. It doesn't at all. But they may not understand. They don't understand brand. what that means. <laughs> I think yeah. The, if you if you are doing if, if you're going up to a band that are doing light dinner music, for instance, mm. and you're requesting meatloaf or yeah. horses or, or ACDC, ACDC. Yeah. like go choke in your own steak. Like, yeah. <laughs> if you want, and so, and I've <laughs> I've played with a couple of different. Um, bands where the singers have like a line that they use against it. There's been a few good ones. There's one that she says, so I am not a jukebox. That's a pretty good one. Oh, that oh, is yes. a good one. That's Unless another you pay one. me. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, yeah, well, that's like, when sometimes they offer up money and then you're like, okay. That's, yeah. yeah. I'm a gambling man. Yeah, I'll, well. yeah, I'll yeah. sing uh, Meatloaf for 20 bucks. Like, yeah. 20 bucks. No, no, no. It's got to be like <laughs> 100. At least 100. Okay, that's yeah, fine. Yeah, okay. yeah. They got to be a little desperate for that song live. Otherwise, just go to your fucking car and listen to it there. <laughs> that's true. Easy. Easy to do. Oh, this is, I love it. Ooh, this is my new Grace favorite is segment. Mad. Like, I love this. What and pisses? Another, no, okay. yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's Alrighty, my well, flop. Yes, I love thank it. Thank you, Grace, love for sharing it. that. Well, Asabi, I would love to yes. hear what pisses you off as a muso. All right, what really ticks me off is when someone comes up and says, "I can play drums. Can I get oh, on the drum kit? Oh, I know how to play a guitar." Already, please do the, not. My blood is already boiling. Right. Here. I'm so like, bad. please do not, and come up and want to play the instruments. It's they're not cheap. They're yeah, not absolutely. cheap. People are just like, oh, you're up there playing. I can, I can play. You know, in like, high school, apply to. I know a chord. So. Do some punters <laughs> give your band feedback as well? No, I. Oh, we, yeah. Well, yeah. yes, it's usually positive. It's usually oh, yeah, positive. I'm, yes, feedback. I mean, I'm yeah. not saying that I personally had negative feedback. But like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm I've heard joking. that it's out there. I've heard. Have yeah, you yeah. received <laughs> it? <laughs> I had an inkling. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Asabi, there we Thank go. You. Now, I think mine's about punters as well. Actually. Actually, no, I'll, I'll, I'll stay yeah. within the theme. But also and come to our gigs. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes, please do. Yeah, yeah. And mine's a bit, it's a bit funny because I think people mean it as a compliment. Mm. And I'm just like dying on the inside. Oh, no. I think I know what it might be. Um, so, you know, I'll have been on stage, you know, sing the house down boots, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I get off stage and some drunk punter comes up and goes, Oh, you need to go on the X Factor uh, Voice of Australian uh, Idol. Yes. Singers out there, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Because that's what's informed culture for the past 20 years, <laughs> which is going mm. on reality TV singing. Yeah, and that's what people just, think oh, when they say, you're good enough for the voice. Yeah, yeah I'm good enough for <laughs> the voice. 
Um, or if I was the head of Sony BMG, <laughs> I would sign you straight away. Oh, jeez. Like, Are you? Then leave. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> now, if I if this if 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 I had manifested any of this great positive energy that was, that, that's been given to me. I'd probably have signed seven record deals by now. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, I'd be, go, I'd be that artist choosing, like, over. oh, which one do I go to? The We'd be Beyonce, <laughs> collectively. Yeah, exactly, exactly. We'd be collectively Beyonce. Have you heard that song by Kate Miller Huggy? I sure have. Australian Idol. That's a great have song. Have you heard it? No, Sabi? I haven't. It's, I'll have to it's basically that song, literally yeah. that. That storyline. You should go on Australian Idol. Yeah, you I should just go on Australian Idol. Yes, it's might not win, but you're yeah, something. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Oh no. Or I Well, and, and side note, I think one time, like, I finished a gig, and some guy comes up to me and goes, "Why do you sound like a woman?" <gasps> <laughs> Because like I must have been like singing some like you know big soulful number or something like that and such a weird question. Yeah, like, why do okay, you? Say, but then he uh, could, but, and, and but then he I, didn't I, stop. Well, the thing is like I had <laughs> my contract was that I was singing like twenty nights in a row at this particular one, right. and so he came to like he came for an entire week every night to come and see me sing after <gasps> okay, that. Okay, yeah. So I was like, so are you a fan? He was doing yeah, research. Yeah, yeah, doing some research. <laughs> yeah. You know, oh, I've known him before. He was famous. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> put recording the phone. Yes, that's Did my flaw. With like. a notepad taking notes. <laughs> no, I'll see you Because I've had that happen. Oh, no. I, 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 the, only, the, only, yes. the only book I care about is you bring out your checkbook and start signing checks. <laughs> I hit the microphone. Yeah. I nearly yeah, lost that's it. Okay. That's okay. I nearly fine. lost it. You know what? No. We'll make mistakes. Exactly. Yeah, but that is okay. my. Beautiful. And that wraps up another week of Shuffology. I, I think I can definitely speak for all of us when I say we are so proud of all the music so that we proud. got to showcase um, in this particular episode. Get out there, support your local artists. Um, you know, it's one thing to love Mariah Carey. It's an even better <laughs> thing to love your friends that are you know exactly. working hard to get the music out there as well. Well, we're signing off for another week. I'm Josh. We have Grace. Grace and Matt. Matt. I'm sorry, nearly forgot your name. That's and fine. That's <laughs> fine. <laughs> and Asabi Goodwin. And we're uh, signing good out. Good have a good night. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.